Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Expressions. Uh, today, I wanted to go through a couple of things, re- re- sorry, revolving around the um, what's been going on in Kenosha, I want to say Wisconsin, and everything, well, not everything, <clears throat> a couple of things that I looked up on about Jacob Blake. Uh, I know I recorded an episode uh, a while ago about giving, what's the phrase I want to use, black people not having to be perfect people, us giving ourselves the chance not to be perfect people in order to receive, you know, justice, in order for us to feel sorry about the unnecessary loss of life. Um, So uh, because I, I guess, took so long to finally do something about this, the the articles that I get when I pull it up are a little bit different than probably would have been when it first popped up. So the first thing I looked up was um, a couple things to, as to apparently when he, um, Jacob Blake he was shot uh, seven times in the back. Um, apparently there was an altercation that was going on. Um, he was there. He broke it up. The cops showed up. I I've seen two different, I've seen different um, different stories, of course, as to what happened. Um, because I want to say when he, there was a moment, there was a while when he was in the hospital, but he was handcuffed to the bed, apparently because he had a warrant out for him for a sexual assault in um, I want to say May from his the woman identified herself as his girlfriend but then he has a fiance so you know and apparently the, the vehicle that he was in um, that he had the the uh, apparent knife or whatever reason that they had to shoot him um, that was in the that that vehicle was hers. Uh, so let me look up the initial uh, article, and this is from the New York Post. I've seen some um, some kind of weird stuff from the New York Post. So. That's why I wasn't sure initially when I brought this up. Um, says Blake 29 was forbidden from going to the Kenosha home of his alleged of his alleged victim from the I'm sorry. Yeah. From the May 3rd incident. And police were dispatched Sunday following a 911 call saying he was there. The respondent officers were aware he had an open warrant for felony sexual assault. 
And this is according to Dispatch Records and the Kenosha Professional Police Association. Um, it says Blake, who was paralyzed in the shooting, had been handcuffed to his bed due to the warrant, which was vacated Friday, according to a statement released by his lawyer. His restraints were removed, but he was still facing the criminal charges. And the criminal complaint was um, Blake is accused of breaking into the home of a woman he knew and sexually assaulting her. The victim is only identified by her initials in the paperwork, but she told the police she was in bed with one of her children when Blake came into the room around 6 a.m. and allegedly said, I want my shh. Um, she told cops Blake used, didn't use his finger to sexually assault her, sniffed it and said, smells like you've been with other men. Uh, the officer who took her statement said she had a very difficult time telling him this and cried as she told how the defendant assaulted her. The alleged victim said Blake penetrated her digitally, caused her pain and humiliation and was done without her consent. And she was very humili humiliated and upset by the sexual assault. She told police she was upset but collected herself and then allegedly ran out the front door after Blake, the complaint says. She then realized her car was missing, checked her purse and saw the keys were missing and immediately called 911. The alleged victim told cops she had known him for eight years and claims that he physically assaults her around twice a year when he drinks heavily. Police filed charges against him for felony sexual assault, trespassing, and domestic abuse in July when a warrant was issued for his arrest. On Sunday, the Sunday of everything that happened, within three minutes of responding to the 911 911 call, Blake was shot seven times in the back as he attempted to get into his SUV. Like I said, uh, apparently from what I've seen in another uh, article, that SUV was apparently hers. So that's that. Um, and when I read that, I was, of course, conflicted because... You know, like, wow, that is. My brother's secret. Oh, sorry. And when you say the name. I hate when they have the videos to just play once you go there. Um, you know, it that is difficult to hear. It's like, wow, I can't believe he did that. And yeah, he should have been arrested. Um. And it, it is, I don't know how to explain the emotions with that. Um, so let me see, what was the, so yeah, sorry, as I was saying, it's, it's, It's difficult because if that is true, then yeah, he, you know, he should have been arrested. He should have been taken to jail. You know, that it's horrible. But once again, it is the 
it is the thought that no one is saying that he shouldn't have gone to jail. You know, the shoe is not saying that he shouldn't be, um, you know, prosecuted and, you know, get taken out of there, especially if this is something, as she said, that he's done repeatedly um, <clears throat> at this time. I'm not trying to look to see, well, how did he get there? If he stole her car, who took him there? If he's done this before, how come she hasn't said anything? That's neither here nor there for this. You know, he did it, whatever, whatever reason she had to not say anything. You know, if he did it, he needs to go. The issue I feel is always that whenever they come in contact with black people who break the law or black suspects, um, it is never a thing of, they never seem to be able to take us in the way they take in other people. and that's that's the issue. The issue isn't whether or not they should have been there to arrest him. The issue is why couldn't they have gotten him without the you know without having to murder him or not murder him but without having to shoot him. They got you know. But um, here's another uh, article uh, talking about more about what what happened. Um, so Sunday said Blake was on a Kenosha street lined with apartment buildings. He was breaking up a fight between two women. Uh, The police responded. The police arrived, responded to a domestic incident, which that's another thing. One, one thing says that they showed up because of him. Another said they showed up because another person called saying there was a domestic uh, incident. Um, Rashawn White was across the street and said he heard two women arguing when Blake arrived. He said he doesn't know what started the altercation. White was filming an incident when Blake walked away toward the driver's side of his car and opened the door. Um, and that's from uh, they, they get into the video to where the police are seen closely following him and shooting him seven times in the back as he leans into the car. Um Blake did not have a weapon in his car, said Patrick Salvi Jr., another attorney representing the family. So once again, that's conflicting statement, conflicting details. I won't say facts because facts is something that is actually true. You can't have conflicting facts. You can have conflicting details. But one, you know, details that's conflicting is that he did have a knife. He didn't have a knife. Um one thing they did say was that in the vehicle were his three sons, ages three, five, and eight. Um, so CNN has not independently confirmed this. Um, said it had holes in him. Uh, he suffered multiple injuries, including gunshot wound to one arm, damage to his kidney, liver, and spinal cord. Um, so yeah, that was you know, talking about what happened with all of that. And, you know, that led to a lot of, of course, unrest and, and I'm saying, 
fighting and looting. But um, let's see, here's another. Sorry, they have another, just waiting for this page to load. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and this one talks about uh, the, once again, uh, the conflicting details and everything between the police, uh, his family, and even the attorney. So... Okay, so please forgive me. Um, the police <clears throat> claims that he was armed with a knife and forcibly fought with officers who tried to subdue him. Now, anyone who's seen the video saw that, you know, where exactly where was that part at to where he forcibly fought with them with a knife? Uh, how is it that he fought with them and from, you know, I could be wrong, but from what I've <clears throat> heard from even from people who are trained to deal with people with a knife, like even if you train to know how to disarm somebody with a knife, it is rare that you will get away. Even if you are successful, even if you are highly trained, it is rare that you will get away without having some kind of cuts. So he fought forcibly. From what I heard, I haven't heard anything about any of the officers being cut. I haven't heard anything about him receiving any, you know, defensive wounds. So how is it that he fought forcibly with a knife, armed with a knife? You know, so once again, that's one of the things that, you know, makes it hard to trust the police when they say something. So, um, so da, da, da. talked about his uh, his children being in the car, uh, and I did see this. Uh, they were celebrating the his oldest son' birthday. Um, June occurred just after five p.m. on Sunday, August twenty third, when they responded to a domestic incident after a woman called saying her boyfriend was present and was not supposed to be on the premises. Uh, once on the scene, officers say they tried to arrest Blake and deployed a taser in an unsuccessful attempt to detain him, the, the department said. Investigators said Blake walked his vehicle, opened the driver's side door, and leaned forward before Kenosha officer Rustin, Jesus, what is his name? Rustin Saisky? fired seven shots into Blake's back, according to the agency. Um, the agency said Blake told authorities that he had a knife in his possession. Investigators later recovered a knife from the driver's side floorboard of Blake's vehicle. The Wisconsin DOJ has not said whether Blake was holding that knife during his interaction with police. All the officers involved in the incident have been placed on administrative leave. Um, 
And it talks about the video, them following him as he walked from the back of a vehicle to the driver's side. And the fact that Sitchaisky was hanging onto his shirt, because I did see that. He grabbed him by the back of his shirt and pulled him forward. First of all, that seems like, you know, you shoot somebody in the back seven times. Um, also, the fact that there was children in the car, apparently they said they weren't aware. Um, his fiance tells a different account. Um, his fiance, Laquisha Booker, said two of their children were sitting in the back of the car when Blake was shot by police. She claimed the officers threatened to shoot her as well. Uh, she says they didn't even know the kids were in the car. And I'm telling the woman cop, can you please, she said, get back before I shoot you. I'm like, shoot me. My kids are in the car. I'm sorry, I got thrown off. They have her name as Booker, but they have it as Brooks later on. So, uh, Marcia, this would have been a good time for you to edit this because they are not, you know, not on their job. Okay, referring to Blake's being shot, Brooks added, "It wasn't just one shot." Let me just put you down for a little bit. That man just literally grabbed him by his shirt and looked the other effing expletive way, I'm, I'm assuming effing, and was just shooting him with the kids in the back screaming, screaming. While I'm trying to fight this woman cop saying, let me get my kids out the car, her telling me, no, they're handling it. And then once again, they go back to Booker. So don't know what the woman's last name is. Booker told WISN, she never called police and wasn't sure why they were there. She said her fiance wasn't armed and didn't own any guns or weapons. It just doesn't make sense to treat someone like that. Hmm. Uh, civil rights attorney Ben Crump, I see him a lot, who often takes on prominent cases and is representing the family, said Blake was helping to de-escalate a domestic incident when police drew their weapons and tasered him. As Blake was walking away to check on his kids, the officers fired their weapons several times in his back and point Blake rage, according to Crump. We all watched a horrific video of Jacob Blake being shot in the back several times by Kenosha police. Even worse, his three sons witnessed their father collapse after being riddled with bullets. Crump said in a statement immediately after the shooting, their irresponsible, reckless, and inhumane actions nearly the cost of life of a man who was simply trying to do the right thing by intervening in a domestic incident. It's a miracle he's still alive. He says Blake was racially profiled and he'll be killed because he was black. Um, he says he's a fun-loving man who who adores his boys. Um, <clears throat> and this is I don't I don't like the word devil's advocate. I'm not going to use it. the The whole thing about a fun-loving man who adores his boys. Once again, he can be that, and it also be true that he is that he did the thing that his warrant, you know, the person who made the criminal complaint against him said he can be a fun-loving family man and still have sexually assaulted somebody. So because I because it I the only reason I say that because it irritates me when other people say that it's like, oh, I can never do this. Um because oh he's just you know, oh, somebody can never do something because he loves his girls. He loves something. 
Um, but, you know, it's like being a family man doesn't excuse you from being trash. So they also talk about um, you know him crying and him telling his mom that you know he's sad because he doesn't want to be a burden to anybody, um, and that the mom, uh, his mom, telling her grandson that you know she wants to, she was introduced him to a cop that she knew. And to show him that not all cops are bad, and that um, yeah, was it two weeks before the shooting? She introduced her fourteen-year-old grandson to a high-ranking police officer she admired in an effort to show him that some police officers are good people. We talked for a few minutes, and my grandson was very impressed. We had a conversation. You need to know that not all police officers are bad. There's some good ones out there. Then a week or two later, this happens to us all. What do I say to him now? And that can be tough. Um, you know, I can also say that, it, yeah, yeah it, your statement still stands that, you know, yeah, there are some good ones, but there's still maybe some ones that do this. Um, you know, he says he just wants to be with children to walk again. Um, the police union, as I said, this, this is their version now. The Kenosha Professional Police Association released a statement on Friday disputing some of these statements by the Wisconsin DOJ. It claimed Blake was armed with a knife and forcefully fought with the officers who tried to subdue him. In this statement, attorney Brendan Matthews, represents the, representing the, the police unit, says that officers were dispatched to the location by a complaint that Blake was attempting to steal the caller's keys and vehicle. So... Once again, all these conflicting details. Wisconsin DOJ had previously said that the officers were dispatched due to a call from a woman that her boyfriend was not supposed to be on the premises. There is an open warrant for Blake's arrest on sexual charges, although it has not been made public against whom. Matthews said officers were aware of the warrant before they arrived at the location. They said Blake was not breaking up a fight between two fam. They said Blake was not breaking up a fight between two females, as neighbors and family have said. Matthews contends the silver SUV seen in the vehicle is not Blake's car, and that Blake was actually holding the knife in the video where he rounds the front of the car. He said Blake put one of the officers in a headlock at one point during an altercation. The purely fictional... <clears throat> Sorry, scroll up too fast. The purely fictional de depiction of events coming from those without direct knowledge of what actually occurred is incredibly harmful and provides no benefit to anyone whatsoever other than to perpetrate, sorry, perpetuate, who can't read, a misleading narrative, Matthew said. The lawyers for Mr. Blake, among others, have continued to provide false and misleading quote unquote facts. Once again, if they're misleading and false and don't even say facts to the public <clears throat> in what can only be considered a ploy for attention and sympathy. Unfortunately, even the incident update from the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Division of Criminal Investigation, the DCI, 
The agency charged with investigating the incident independently is riddled with incomplete information and omits important details that would help to paint a more complete picture of the incident, he added. Um, it says it's riddled with incomplete information. Um, this is, this is the, <clears throat> it's the Division of Criminal Investigation, and they are in the, investigating independently have incomplete information. I would beg to wonder, it's like, how do they have incomplete information? Um, are they not, do they not have all the information from you? Because once again, we have seen many times, there's a case going right now to where apparently some cops murdered somebody in March, um, needed mental help. They put a bag over his head for, uh, supposed to be something to keep the person from being able to bite or spit on them. But they put the bag over his head and then placed him on the ground face down you know, when he got there, he was brain dead because they had the bag over his head in tight for so many minutes. And like I said, this happened in March and it was just became the body cam footage just became, you know, footage of the incident just became public now. So, you know, we're, we're used to cops um, doing stuff like that. So, sorry, let me scroll down here some more. Um, um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Sorry. They said they held a press conference to update the people. Okay, and this is when they get into. Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, it, there was a lot of protests and different things in the background, right down the background, that happened because of this. Um, the following Tuesday, two people were killed and a third was, ser was seriously injured in a shooting when a counter protester, which is a stupid phrase, 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse from Antioch, Illinois. <clears throat> Somebody from Illinois drove to Wisconsin. Sure. Allegedly opened fire, police said. He was charged with two counts of homicide, one count of attempted homicide, two counts of recklessly endangering safety, and one count of possession of a dangerous weapon. Um, Lynn Wood, one of Rittenhouse's attorneys, said his client was acting in self-defense from my standpoint, it's important that the message be clear to other Americans who are attacked that there are that there will be legal resources available in the event false charges are brought against them. He said, Rittens House extradition hearing is set for September 25th. Um, the American Civil Liberties Union called for the immediate resignation of Kenosha Police Chief David McKinsky and Kenosha County Sheriff David Beth in the wake of the civil unrest. The ACLU claimed that Beth deputies had fraternized with white supremacist counter-protesters and allowed a shooter to leave as people yelled that he was a shooter. The ACLU further alleges that Ms. Uh, McKinsky's blamed the unidentified victims in Tuesday night shooting for their own deaths. 
The ACLU strongly condemns Sheriff Beth and Police Chief Wikinski's response to both the attempted murder of Jacob Blake and the protest demanding justice for him, said Chris Bolt, executive director of the ACLU of Wisconsin. The actions uphold and defend white supremacy while demonizing people who were murdered for exercising their First Amendment rights and speaking against police violence. Separately, Blake's family has also called for charges against the police involved. We believe based on the evidence, based on that video, probable cause exists to arrest and charge the officers with attempted murder, Trump told uh, Good Morning America earlier this week. It should be no different than what happened at George Floyd's case. When you see such a lack of humanity and respect for the people that you're in charge to protect and serve, why shouldn't you be held accountable? You shouldn't be above the law. That's the reason I think now we continue to have so many tragedies happening over and over again. As quick as we can keep up, there's another hashtag, which he is right. As, as soon as, you know, we're, we're still talking about Breonna Taylor and we just keep having things that keep coming up. Like I said, the, you know, the other incident is, is just. Um, it, it just keeps being, unfortunately, more and more things. Um. That, that pop up that I don't know it's it seems like it, it never it never ends so is it let's look up some uh, some more of uh Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, so apparently, as I said, he drove from Illinois to Wisconsin because he felt so strong about protecting these buildings that he brought an uh, AR-15, which is, that's the thing that pisses me off when they are more concerned about protecting buildings and other things than they are about protecting people's lives and about whether or not, you know, but, you know, um, and, you know, you see him up there, he's, he's, in one of these videos, he's behind an officer holding his rifle, the officer is in his gear and, and everything, uh, but that's okay. It's okay for him. Once again, they shot Blake seven times in the back for, you know, attempting to get a knife. But there's people during this protest walking around with assault rifles with police. And this is okay. Because their right to bear arms and them standing with them is more important than these people protesting. There's some things of them Telling people that, you know, there's a curfew going on and yelling at them and talking. And it's like, you guys need to disperse. You will go home. And then in the exact same sentence, turn around and say, hey, we appreciate you guys. And we got some bottled water for you. And it's like, so how can we not get frustrated and talk about things about Black Lives Mattering? Um You know, when when 
<laughs> I'm sorry, just it's frustrating. Um, okay, what was it around? What was it 11:45 Tuesday, hours after the 8 p.m. curfew? Rittenhouse was walking down the streets near the car dealership holding what investigators later determined to be a Smith & Wesson AR-15 style .223 rifle. Social media accounts believe the blown to him portray belong, social media accounts believe to belong to him portray that is really written. Accounts that they think belong to this kid says he's a young white man with an affinity for guns who supports Blue Lives Matter and President Donald Trump. A video posted on Snapchat Snapchat account placed him at the scene of protest Tuesday night. The clip show a few seconds of the video. Sorry, the video, the clip shows a few seconds of the point of view of someone carrying a long rifle and police announcements can be heard over loudspeakers. Uh at those demonstrations, the complaint states Rittenhouse clashed with people near the gathered near the car dealership for reasons not specified. Uh, Rosenbaum, I believe the, the first guy he shot, was unarmed and threw an object that appeared to be a plastic bag at him and missed. Rosenbaum and the suspect moved across the parking lot and appeared to be in, a, in close proximity. I said that wrong. When loud bangs suddenly rang out and Rosenbaum fell to the ground. As Rosenbaum lay on the ground, the suspect made a call on his cell phone and said, I just killed somebody. As he ran away, the complaint alleges his friend received the call from him at 11.46 saying he shot someone, investigator says in the complaint. Um, the journalist who was following the suspect and the victim at the time provided investigators with more details on what happened. He told the investigators the victim was trying to get the suspect's gun, according to the complaint. Uh, now, that is one thing that, that confused me. I was like, why are you reaching for this guy with the gun? I'm not saying he should have been shot, but I'm just like, eh. Um, another video shows a suspect running from the scene, followed by people in hot pursuit. <clears throat> a person can be heard yelling what sounds like, beat him up. Another person can be heard yelling what sounds like, hey, he shot him. The criminal complaint alleges. In another video, a person yells, get him, get that dude. The suspect tripped and fell as people chased him down. And as he lay on the ground, a second person identified as Hubbard approached him with a skateboard in his right hand, the complaint said. Um, da, 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 da. When Hubbard reaches for the defendant, it appears that he is reaching for the defendant's gun with his left hand as the skateboard makes contact with the defendant's left shoulder. The defendant rolled towards his left side and as Hubbard appears to try to grab the gun, the gun is pointed at Hubbard's body. The defendant then fires one round. Hubbard staggers away, taking several steps that collapses to the ground, the complaint says. After shooting Hubbard, the suspect points the gun at a third male approaching the suspect, later identified as Gage Grosskirk, the complaint says he was shot in the right arm and takes off in the opposite direction, screaming for a medic while the defendant walks away. Rittenhouse was able to leave the shooting scene while still armed because he walked towards officers with his hands up. Uh, Kenosha Police Chief Daniel Miskin said during a 
media briefing on Friday. So they can walk towards police with their hands up and a, and a weapon and not get shot. Uh, there are a lot, there were a lot of people with weapons and unfortunately a lot of gunfights, McKenzie said. Officers were driving into a shots fired complaint, not a shooting, not a person down complaint. We have had many of those over the course of this, unfortunately. They're responding to that. They see somebody walking towards them with his hands up. That isn't, that too isn't out of the ordinary given how many events have been going on. We have armed individuals out protesting or simply walking around exercising their right. I like to point out how he, we have armed individuals out protesting or simply walking around exercising their right. As if the people protesting, if they are armed, they're not exercising their rights, but the people with the guns are exercising their rights. Um, Rittenhouse is faced with two felony charges and the homicide death of Rosenbaum and Hubbard, an attempted homicide charge in Grusky's incident. Um, Grusky's attorney said there are many unanswered questions in the shooting. So... One question they said, I think the question that really should be asked is why didn't anyone arrest Mr. Rittenhouse that night? She said, adding that neither she nor her client believe Rittenhouse acted alone. Why did Rittenhouse come wearing an armed weapon with gloves on with the intent, I believe, to shoot people? Wisconsin is an open carry state, but children under 18 are not allowed to carry weapons openly in the public. And it's funny that you see the response from people like Fox News who, you know, they talk about now. It's like, well, can you be surprised that there's now, you know, vigilante justice and, you know, that, that this type of things have to happen because the police have failed to do their jobs and the officials haven't done their job and these people are coming to help the police. Um, once again, he does not live there. He drove from another state with the weapon that didn't his. And once he entered that state with that weapon, which, you know, he already had stolen a weapon from whoever, he was breaking the law because he was not allowed to have that weapon because he was underage. And um, <clears throat> I believe Trevor Noah, he made a great point saying that you don't you don't go somewhere with an assault rifle because you love, what was it, because like, you love TJ Maxx. You, you went there with the intention to shoot somebody. Um, and, and that's the thing. It's like, what other reason did he go there with an assault rifle except with the intent to shoot somebody? You know? It's, it's it's crazy all the benefit of the doubt we're expected to give other people that, oh, maybe they went there with some pure intentions. Maybe they went there with something or, hey, what'd you expect them to do? But <clears throat> we are gunned down for even the thought that we may ha that we may be dangerous, that we may have there's some anything to 
put us down and make sure that there's not even the attempt or, you know, that, that there's nothing even remotely, you know, looking like that we may do something, that we may be uh, a danger to anybody, especially them. Uh, and it's just... Trying to see what was some something else, but um, from the other article I brought up, let's see. In the videos of the incident, the suspect can be seen still armed, walking toward responding police vehicles. It ties with his hands in the air. The police drive past him, and then he approaches a squad car before walking away. Rittenhouse was apprehended Wednesday in Antioch, Illinois. He did not appear Friday during a brief video hearing in Lake County, Illinois District Court, where a judge granted Rittenhouse public defender a 30-day extension. Rittenhouse is seeking to hire a private attorney and has spoken on the phone with his mother, the judge said. The next hearing is scheduled for September 25th. Rittenhouse attorney decried the charges. This young boy was not only attacked on the streets of Kenosha, He's been attacked in the media and social media all over the damn world. L. Linwood told CBS News, it's wrong. He's a 70-year-old boy. He was not there to create trouble, but he found himself with his life threatened, and he had the right to protect himself with self-defense, and he now finds himself accused of murder. He's a 70-year-old boy who 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 drove from one state to another with an assault rifle. He was not there to call to create trouble. Then why did you bring... Then why did you bring the rifle? What was what was your point to go there? You know, ultimately, what did you do? You went there, and now two people are dead because of. Like I said, I'm, you know, I'm kind of iffy on like why were they reaching for the gun? But regardless, that would have happened had he not come there with the gun that he wasn't supposed to have. All this stems from him. Not, you know, him showing up when he wasn't supposed to have that gun. Him showing up with the intent to shoot somebody. Or else, why bring it? If he wasn't prepared to use it, then why bring it? You know, what, what were you?